spider can Spins the whip any size Catches seats just like flies Look out, here comes the Spider-Man This is episode 620 for June 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is from, uh, it's called Beatbox featuring DJ Speedo covering the Spider-Man theme song. Uh, I found it up on Pow Wonka, or P-O-W-A-N-K-O on YouTube if you want to check that song out. Pretty cool, upbeat version of the 60s Spider-Man theme. Uh, before we get to our episode, I want to thank people that made this episode possible by logging on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And a perk is you get your name read at the front end of every episode. So a personal thank you goes out to Robert, JR, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, Joshua, Muhammad, Laura, Noah, Frederick, Walter, Charlotte Spider, Kelly, Matt, Venkman, Sailor Sega. Craig, Andrew, Michael K, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, hashtag something good for you. Hafskimo, Patrick, Will, Symbiobro, Dowd, JB, J, Scott, Michael2099, AJ, John, Bob, Datboy, Eric, Curtis, and Donnie. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Some perks include uh, episodes two weeks earlier than everybody else. We also just recorded an hour-long Who is Kindred? I think we figured it out at the end of that episode. Uh, that's only available through Patreon. We've also got an exclusive Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie commentary, only available to Patreon. So it's fun, you get some perks, and you also help support the site. And help me pay the bills for it. I appreciate it. Alright, let's get on with the review show. Hey, Carl Spacers, welcome to our single issue of Amazing, because that's all that shipped. Uh, let's introduce the panel. We got George. It's my grits, Berriman. What's up, George? Hello. All right. We have <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> no, look, look, look I, I, I can't be on all the time. All right, Brad. I've been up Dude, since like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ashley. What's going on? You and your new spider pillow in the background. I love it. It's not new. It's just in a new place. Nice, nice. We have Jr. After Dark. What's going on, Jr. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to show myself in the best possible light, and the only way to do that is to make it as dark as possible. Okay. <laughs> Shouldn't it be Jr. Turn off the dark in honor of the Spider-Man musical? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We have Kelly with a neon hey. sign in the background that says "Rad." What's it going does on, Kelly? Say rad. Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. And for those wondering, she's wearing, she has, tell me about the t-shirt you're wearing. Okay. You're so it's from Rico Renzi's, uh, little shirt line that he does. Um, Rico Renzi, obviously the colorist and artist uh, for spider original spider Gwen. So he has got a little photo manipulation of spider Gwen with the face and head of Debbie Harry from Blondie, which is kind of cool. I think that's really cool. neat. Very neat. I like it. Mm-hmm. And we have Mike uh, hasn't shaved in a month. McNulty, what's going on, Mike? <laughs> well, um, to quote a famous uh, author, the reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Um, <laughs> if you can, give bonus points for you, the folks that do actually guess who the author of that was, um, which I'm sure most of you intelligent people do. So, 
There you I go. have to I have to insist that anytime we go over to Mike from uh, for the rest of the evening while he's mm -hmm. with us, we have to say something cool like "How you doing, Chewbacca?" <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And then Mike can just go, you know, because he's still here right now. You know, like that dull thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You nerf herder. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Adam says Debbie Harry is cool. What, Debbie what's Harry another, is cool. Another song besides Heart of Glass. What's another Blondie song? I'm trying to think. One way or another. Uh, uh, oh gosh. Rhapsody. Um, yeah. Rhapsody. Yeah. Touched by oh, your man. present Rapture. here. Yeah. yeah. I can't name them off. Yeah. 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 Call me. Call me. Yeah, um, tide is high. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was I was big in a blondie back in the day, Jomo. <laughs> we can tell. We can tell. Was big in a blondie. In fact, you can round them off like that. <laughs> that Debbie Harry's. I mean, she's she's like a phenomenal singer, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, she really is. You yeah, know. George, you can make everyone look amazing by comparison. Oh wow, Grant Alford's mm -hmm. after you. Ooh, wow. okay. Records, I've not seen before on the live stream says I did not like 844. The stuff boomerang has been very goofy. Spencer tries to break up the main story with one-off miniseries. Or many stories, but it doesn't feel natural. Hopefully, Sin Eater is good. And uh, Adam says the hanging on the telephone yeah. cover. Yeah, because yeah. and Taz says hello. What's up, Taz? I don't think I've seen Hi, you Taz. before, but hey, that's Taz. awesome. Okay, so uh, who's got this one? I think it's Ashley. It's me. All right, well, Ashley. We are going to review <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> as our resident oh, no. number one dog fan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There he is, in all his glory. Shock and gog me. No, <laughs> no. The fan no. Is no. Oh man, here they no. come. No, here come. Here they come. No. In gog we trust. No. <laughs> all right, recap. What if gog was one? Of no, no, no. <laughs> Kelly has a spreadsheet of puns, which I appreciate. I so do. I'm, I'm just waiting for the right moment to use them. Mm -hmm. Use them to your heart's content. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no puns are like remember like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park and he's like your scientists spent all the time wondering if they could they didn't stop and think whether or not they should yes <laughs> yeah. that's puns exactly yeah, but do you know the plot of Jurassic Park George they did it anyways <laughs> <laughs> and, people, and people died <laughs> those are the best parts of the movie no, when the lawyer gets it in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I know. No, right? Okay, 844. Take me through this goddamn issue. No. All right. <laughs> yeah. No. So we open in kind of a weird spot back on Dog's original home planet where his boy was just killed and shot down. And we see him being shipped back to Earth and how he got back to the sewer where he's at, where he just, all he could do was hide the piece of the tablet he was entrusted with and hide and hide all alone by himself for years and years. <laughs> Ashley's getting emotional. <laughs> this issue gets to be very emotional. Well, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the you know, I mean, Ashley's going to be a mom, you know, at some point, you know, mm -hmm. pretty soon down the road. I, 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 there, there, there may be, you know, the, the mom gene may already be kicking in. And she's like, oh, my God, somebody just hugged Gog. I'll have my own bundle of Gog. You know. It's, it's also, it's a space puppy. <laughs> no, he's a sentient being. He, he's, so capable, he's, capable of, <laughs> he's capable of thought. Like, he thinks in sentences. And, like, he's yeah. got, no, he's, he's like, puppies? 
He's like a. He's like a. It, it, it's like adopting. Uh, it, it's like you're. It's like you're adopting like a like an evil. Calling it a uh, a pet, and I'm like, no, no, this um, is they have he culture. Walks are great. He walks are great. George, you're like twenty pages ahead. We'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> We're on page one in the sewer, George. We're still in the sewer. Get back in the sewer. All right. <laughs> so we're now back in the sewer. Okay, we're in but, the sewer uh, right here. Now that Peter has caught us up with the entire Gog flashback that ripped my heart out and tore it in two. So um, let's, let's recap. One page equals all of last issue. Okay, yes. just checking. And some of and some of what happened in what we didn't see in last issue too, because you got the Baxter building right there, and so it's oh, like yeah. showing how Gog got to the sewers and all that other stuff. Yeah, so, I got yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. But continue. Yeah. And so um, Boomerang has the brilliant idea. Oh, we have the tablet piece, piece so let's go ahead and run. And uh, in- initiates his Gog Gog boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's a little bit of much of a stretch. Better, you're, on you're better. Good. You're better than Good. No, this, it was perfect. It was perfect. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. But he, in his haste, just goes straight up, not really realizing... Oh, it can follow me. And so Gog bursts through the streets and goes full Gogzilla (laughs) (laughs) and starts wreaking havoc on people in the streets. Here, of course, his responsibility complex kicks in, and I'm glad he's exhibiting a little bit of self-awareness there. I'm happy for his growth. Um, But it turns out Wilson Fisk is magically right there. Because he's the mayor. And helicopters at the ready that he somehow managed to assemble. I guess knowing that, hey everyone, there's a giant semi-sentient being living under our sewers, and okay. we gotta see it. Okay, all right, though. But like, thanks to recent recent current events, mares and mares can you know get that real fast. <laughs> so can they do it on the merit of a giant? semi-sapient being living in the sewers. This is in New York with the Baxter building. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. Okay. I'll say, I just believe. That, uh, Ashley's line about the boots are pretty funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were. Yes. And uh, Spider-Man wants to know why there's been no Lady Gaga pun yet. <laughs> now there is. Now Thank there you. is. Because it makes Jesus cry. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did kind of have a little bit I considered doing where I was going to go through the opening of Bad Romance, but replacing all the raw ahs with Gog Gog. Mm. But I don't like singing in public, so yeah. just imagine what could have been. Gog um, is dead so- by Nietzsche. <laughs> <laughs> this this whole thing is like a is like one big ongoing kick to the Tic Tacs. <laughs> the whole thing. Good. You need that's, to see a doctor. For, thank you. Oh gosh! This is doctor. So doctor, <laughs> I, I hate you. Anyway, no. this is there, this ready is to go. Godfather on God. Godfather. <laughs> oh, and they start shooting the precious little baby. And mm. Spider-Man, man of my yep. heart, gets all defensive and protective, and is like, "Yeah, he's a giant monster, but he's my giant monster." God damn it. <laughs> And we're forced to see Gog running away in fear and crying. He's getting shot. 
Your internet's and, breaking up. Oh, I don't no. I mean, actually, Ashley was so so distraught and helicopters over and Gatling your, guns. Your internet is trying to step in. No. Do you have I'm a extremely do, do you have a gogabit connection? <laughs> oh gosh. Goggle? <sighs> he is crying. But anyway, so Spidey takes down the uh, helicopters and pulls them down and starts yelling at Fizz like, hey, he's just confused. He doesn't know what he's doing. And right in the middle of defending him, Gog smacks him into a wall. Boomerang steps in to help him out and throws his boomerang. And, and Gog sees it and flashes back to happier times. When his boy would throw a special little like alien boomerang thing, I don't really understand the aerodynamics of that thing, but hey, um, it was a toy, yeah, yeah. it was it a was gog a toy, toy that he would throw and play with different him. gravity, that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> and so, yeah. gog flashes back to a happier time and is instantly in play mode. And he goes after the boomerang, catches it, and brings it back to boomerang. <laughs> and this gives Spidey an idea, he realizes, oh. He's caught, he wants to play. He's going to focus on the boomerang now. He tells him, go throw it in that truck. And that's when we get filled in. Oh, right. He was, um, Reed Richards gave him pin particles. Uh-huh. And so if he's able to get himself in a mindset where he can consciously wheel himself smaller again, then he won't be so big and terrifying anymore, and Godzilla can now be um, Gogzuki. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, George, I think you liked that one. You nodded your head. Was that he did? He did. That, yeah. He liked it. I mean, was a good reference. I, I didn't like it. It's just that I like Godzuki from the old Godzilla cartoon. I, <laughs> I have, I have nostalgia. For okay. God's duty. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. So don't okay. don't don't take that nod as as any kind of uh, you know, approval. approval of, of any okay. of the jackassery okay. that's being perpetrated here. <laughs> it's, me, it's a throwback to my childhood that I'm you, not. You know, actually, when I read the part about the the okay. van, I don't know why in my brain I thought it was the same van from uh, Endgame, where the rat was in it. I'm like, how many vans can save the day? Right. <laughs> Good catch, actually. In, in Marvel. What mm-hmm. the van is like the new MacGuffin, just like a mark. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll save the day. It's we have a time traveling van, we have a, a gog shrinking van. It's the new uh, MacGuffin. <laughs> there we go. I'm just trying to fit in. It's, it's, yeah. it's, like, it's one of us now. Toby says this is far more entertaining than the actual issue. <laughs> <laughs> this is a soulful journey. I'm about to say, actually, going to cut you. <laughs> Leave Gog alone. Oh my God. Aww. But yeah, God. so of course, like the precious little sort of sentient being that he is, he goes he's, after He's part of an alien race. He's not an animal. There's <laughs> <laughs> a quote. He's uh, just a boomerang. Uh, more puns Ashley does, the higher the number. It's like, it's like, it's like asking, you know, my Vulcan's getting older. Should we take him and have him put to sleep? No, because he's a, he's a person. Okay, but are the Vulcans chasing after boomerangs and playing fetch with them? JR, yeah. are you okay? There's no God signal out of you. Are you all right? Um, I don't need to. Any kind of contribution of mine would be redundant. It's all you guys are doing fine. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. JR's not a pet either. For the love of God, get on with it. Okay, Enigma. All right. 
So Gog goes after the boomerang, which is one of boomerang special, uh, has sleeping gas in it. And so it knocks him out and they're able to take him in and where boomerang starts pressuring Spider-Man like, Hey, Hey, you know what I've been saying? Let's throw in a bit of an ethical quandary here of, uh, intergalactic ethics. <laughs> and they, yeah, they take him in as their pet, <laughs> you know, and like any other pet, he sits on the couch and eats popcorn with them and watches movies and, apparently like making eye contact with the screen so we can kind of assume like he understands what's going on. Well, he sh- I yeah. mean, he is a sentient being. He should there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he- and Peter reflects on, you know, this is kind of maybe something I've always needed, something to take that I can take care of, like this sort of pet child hybrid, I guess. <laughs> Which means it's going to be taken away. <laughs> Exactly. Right Especially after like he says, oh, you know what? I have a lot in common with Gog. We both know what it's like to lose everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and we have a very cute ending where they're all snuggled up together and he's like, you know what? This is pretty amazing. So I'm going to predict- win by the cover reveal of the next issue, which I hate. <laughs> yeah, I right. feel. It's icky and I feel uncomfortable. What's the next issue? Um, when we finally get answers to who the heck Kindred is and maybe what's with the seniors got to deal with all this stuff. Where we have another throwback to the nineties and Spider-Man mm-hmm. has gone on uh, an episode of fear factor. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. With all the bugs. That's funny. Yeah. I'm predicting Ashley's grade is an a minus. Or a G. Dead on. See, <laughs> I've known you so long I can predict it. <laughs> so let's go around the I'm horn. Unpredictable. We got an A minus out of Ashley. Mike, what's your grade? I'm going to give this a B plus. Okay. JR. I'm going to give it a D. Ooh. <laughs> George. I give it a B plus. Too B plus Kelly. Solid B, but I do want to give alternative uh, titles to this. I, oh, what's the, what's these the are my gog that? puns. We could call this issue "Nearer My Gog to Thee" <laughs> or "Gog the Spirit Guide and Guardian." Because how how shall they hear the word of Gog? We 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 could do all those things if we were you, Kelly. We could, you forgot we could, one. We could do oh, all that if we were terrible. Which one? People. Hey, Gog. Are, are you there, Gog? It's me, Peter. <laughs> there we go. It works. It does work. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna give it a C minus mm. for me. Well, that's fair. I think it's yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. uh, chat is blowing up with all the gog laughing. <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, someone asked if this was the first time Peter's ever had a pet, and it's uh, as far as I know, yes. It's not a pet. It- it's in in comics, yeah. no. But if you're counting Spider-Man as Amazing Friends, kind of your well, that was Aunt May. Aunt May had yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, true. And I remember in uh, Jenkins' run, there was a dog next door that watched him change clothing. Baxter. Oh wow, Jr. <laughs> it was a German Shepherd, wasn't it? If I remember, no, correctly. I don't think it was a German Shepherd. It, it looked 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 like a uh, Labrador or uh, oh okay. I don't know, but anyway, there was always an implication that the, the there was more to the dog than uh, met the eye. But uh, uh, it, 
if, if whether or not Jenkins meant anything or not, or, you know, obviously his run came to an end and we never knew. Adam says he remembers in Michelinie's or any reference, Peter having a dog when he was a kid. Wasn't there a backup with uncle Ben taking him to the pound and wait, a- hang on. Wait a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say Baxter mm-hmm. backup issue? He I- said, I, okay, because we're talking about like the the gal that during Jenkins ran the gal that had the dog that like lived across the way, right? Yeah, right, that, that was and her, and her name was Karen. I thought the dog's name was Barker. It might have been Barker. Barker. Yeah, I think you're right. I think. Oh, right. way to smack Spider Yoda around! Wow. <laughs> in, in his defense, it was a throwaway dog, and it was like almost. 20 he was a sentient being, George. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He was literally a pet. He was actually a pet, unlike this issue. Um, I was Peter Palmer says I was debating with my girlfriend a month ago if Peter was more of a cat or a dog person. Turns out he's a man of gog. This book is going up in grade if you guys keep up with the puns. Oh, yeah, up no kidding, right? keep it up. Oh, Vinkman mm-hmm. says the dog's name was Barker. There you yeah. go. Uh, Gog is kindred in disguise. Here we go. Oh, that'd be a twist. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's list your pros of your A minus issue. Go ahead. Um, pros, Gog. More pros than that. Gog, just Gog. I've okay. embraced the following of Gog. And just how can you not feel moved? He's just, he, he doesn't understand what's going on. He just wants to feel love and to be safe. And nurtured. So, yeah, this got to me a lot. True. Okay. And just anything that just any issue that makes me feel those warm fuzzies and just I'll 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 love it. I'll eat it all up. I'll take it over. So is Gog lasting past Spencer's run? I suspect not. Probably not. No. This is this is this is this has got uh, Spencer's affinity for like bad villains on it. So I think Gog kind of semi qualifies. That's a hell of a legacy to leave behind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, let's uh, list other pros. Jr., you gave it a, the lowest grade of all of them. What did you like? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. I miss Jr.'s. I miss Jr.'s pessimism. What's your thoughts on Jr. having a pet? No, I mean Peter drank three sizes that day. Oh, Jr., what do you think of Peter having a pet? There's a, there's the difference between having a pet and then, I mean, one, I'm thinking New York has to have exotic pet laws, right? And how does one, how is one allowed to own a sensi- a member of a sentient alien species? Yeah. So it's, 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 I mean, again, I know we're talking about comic books, but even in comic books, there's gotta be a, you know, there, there, there's gotta be a certain amount of logic and there's absolutely no logic in Peter Parker being able to take home a member of an alien species. It's so, gonna be like Marvel's version of Lilo and Stitch. Actually, I was yeah. gonna say it was gonna. This Lilo is sort of like dog. this could be Marvel's version of that one Friends episode, uh, the Friends episode where Ross kept his pet lemur, and there was a whole mm. issue about well, you know, whether or not he should actually keep it because lemurs are, you know, you know, you can't be keeping a lemur inside your. Was it a lemur or a chimpanzee? I thought it was the. It was a lemur. Oh. I think it was. It was like it was some kind of. No, a lemur it was like a monkey. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. lemurs like are well, well, lemurs are monkeys. Yeah, but it wasn't a lemur. It was like a. It was a special. I'm trying to remember the the time. Mark, it's the little tiny monkeys. Oh, well, like a like a martinet or something. Or yeah, Mark something said, like that. Yeah. Okay. In the $10 slot issue. He got a dog named Sandwich. Is that what I'm thinking of? 
That sounds like something that Slot would think is clever. <laughs> I remember mm, that. Yeah. I remember that. You remember I, that? I yes. barely remember it. Yes, I remember uh, that. Peter took home an alien species that was a symbiote. Yeah, that so, is yeah. True. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He has a history. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but, but at that time, though, Peter didn't have roommates and the symbiote yeah. didn't sit by his side well, eating popcorn. The, so. And technically, yeah. though, technically, Peter did not actually take it home. It was actually, um, oh, Fred who took it home, which, by the way, was kind of weird. Was yeah. like how? Yeah. Why would Fred take it back it's a, with it's a, him? It's a Fred thing. I, I can. Yeah. I know. He's like, it's, why would and why would he think Peter would like this? Because he doesn't well, know Peter is Spider Man, does he? No. See, that was that's <laughs> weird. The last two issues have made that seem really weird. Mm -hmm. you know? Like, yeah. It can, so I'm not sure, but mm -hmm. my thing is, is like, t also too, we're not even talking about the fact that like Gog bit Randy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I saw Ryan's comments, and it's like because I was making jokes with Ryan yeah. about Weregog. Randy is now going to turn into a Weregog. Oh my god! No, that's more. That's another clue that Randy is kindred. So, George, you like the issue quite a bit. What's your pros besides well, I Gog? A, I gave it a I gave it a B plus. I mean, at, at, the, at the end of the day, the the Gog, the two part Gog story was a good story. Mm -hmm. I mean, it had a lot of heart. It was a good story. At the end of the day, it's not a Spider-Man story. Thank you. Yeah, and yeah. and that's that's been that's been my thing about it. I I said that about the first part of the issue. I was like, it's it's good. It's not a Spider-Man story. Yeah. Or or at, at the very most, like literally, you could put any uh, almost any other Marvel hero into this, and it still works. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. not it's not a Spider-Man story. I it doesn't mean I, doesn't mean I didn't like it. It's a good story. I'm just saying it's not a Spider-Man. I, I, I would agree in the fact that I wasn't so offended by the Gibbon issue since it was like a point one or a oh it was a huh a point huh right yeah. or who actually I think the, I, I, I thought that I thought the Gibbon issue was better than better than this actually I would agree but um it was a side story it wasn't the main amazing book everything yeah. that is awesome right. should be in the amazing book. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it and and I, you know, so that, that's my pro. I mean, I, I I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the artwork. I I, I didn't, you know, hate it. I, it's a it's a good story. It's just not it's just not Spider Man. Kelly, um, you I, like? Oh, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Oh no, Kelly first. Okay, oh. go ahead, Kelly. What's your well, pros? What do you mean, like about it? It's the same as the last issues and pros. It's a cute little story. It's a well told story. The artwork's nice. Everything seems to be solid. Pacing issues are pretty decent it's just it's now a two-part story about gog which now we know at the end why because he is going to be integral to get those pieces and you know kind of move forward with this, the main story but it's just like you guys said it's not a spider-man story this should be some, like if there were multiple multiple titles this would be a side story like an untold tales or you know, something something to supplement the main Kindred story. And yeah. the fact that it's an amazing, it feels a little disjointed. It's kind of a filler episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Peter Palmer in chat says it's best. It belongs in a satellite title. And Adam says the fact that this was delayed for months didn't do it any favors. No. I, will, no. I, will, I, will, I was going to get to that. Find out what point. happened to Gog? Hmm? Mm -hmm. You no, were on the edge of your seat to find out what happened to Gog? I was not. <laughs> Oh um, no! Let's not call the Gog Pet Mayday. That's no, 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 Matt. No. Um, I will say as my now I'm mad. Basic pro, mad. <laughs> now I will say as my pro uh, yeah, about ahead, this Mike. issue is that I like the fact that uh, Ryan Otley returned to the return to this, uh -huh. and I especially like the way you know when Gog is bursting out of the street and Spider Man and Spidey's doing his whole spaghetti webbing because 
you know, oh, yeah. I love me the some, some spaghetti webbing when he does when uh, you know going back to the McFarlane stuff. So I, I like the, uh, the visual. Uh, yeah. uh, Otley in his Instagram or whatever, he's a big mm. McFarlane fan, and he yeah, you, you can tell how he uh, in in the uh, torment, you know, the Spider Man number one with the doom, mm-hmm. doom, doom, doom and yep. had those tiny columns on mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. page a lot of action in it and he was said that he was riffing McFarlane on that a little bit so he's yeah I, you can tell you can tell i mean especially yeah. with there's because there's a couple times where especially when he's like webbing up cane pen or trying to stop the or trying to you know secure the buildings you can see all those webbing just going spaghetti webbing thing going everywhere and it's just a very i always find that that spider-man having that kind of like that goopy kind of stringy looking webbing thing is always a neat little visual that i'm not, not many many artists do a lot, but they kind of should because I kind of just to me that's just kind of how his webbing should look and right. as it comes out of the web shooters and stuff like that. I just like the visual uh, aesthetics of the way that especially the whole brawl and chaos up on the street. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Ashley, what made it not what made it an A minus, not an A? I think some of the the way they ordered some of the panels was weird. I thought it was very strange to open on the page they did where we were suddenly jumping back just for the one page to yeah, right here. Gog's home planet. And then, oh, then we're back in the sewer. Um, yeah. If I remember right, the last issue had closed with them on the, in the sewer. And I'm like, this first page feels like it should have been in the last issue. Yeah, so it kind of felt like a bit of a out of order to me. It's, a, and it's weird to cut back and forth so quickly right in your opening and it kind of threw off the, 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 the drive of it. Mike, I agree with you. That looks like McFarlane webbing. If I've ever seen oh, it. Oh, very much so. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very much so. Webbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, let's go to Jr. Cause we're going to be here a while with his cons. I want to hear, <laughs> I want to hear Jr.'s cons. Let me get my pillow out and to get the wrestling here. <laughs> well, for, first of all, there's no story here. <laughs> There is absolutely no story here. There's no uh, Spider-Man it, story. There's a Gog story. But even then, it's like, and one, first of all, this thing, this has been a three-parter when there's barely enough story for one. And mm-hmm. when I was first looking at this on a tablet, I kept thinking about how odd some of the panels look. And I was thinking, well, of course, some of these panels are large because to take up space because there's no story. Uh, so, you know, so basically we have, we, we have far more interesting stories going on, uh, elsewhere. We're not getting to them. Mm. You know, Gog is, Gog is utter, there is no need for Gog to even be involved. It's not, it's not even relevant. They just, this was, this was just, uh, created, uh, you know, oh God, this alien here has this tablet and, or is the keeper of this tablet. And, oh, by the way, this is probably at least a third different interpretation of this tablet and what it is and who created it. Like I said, you know, I thought it was, a, a, you know, I, I don't know what it was when Silvermane had it and it regressed to a baby, but you know, in the lifeline mini series, it was a right. product. Of, it was Atlantean, you know, but oh, now yeah. this space alien has to guard it. So and the tablet only had one use. I mean, the tablet has one use. The Kingpin wants it for its one particular use, you know, and that use has been played. It's over. It's done. There's no need to have another tablet story. Uh, and, and, and the ending is, like I said, the ending is, and this, all this is, is like filler. This is just filler. You know, yeah. Gog, Gog is not going to, and, and even the Sin Eater, they, I mean, we have one, like, what is it? One or two pages of the vault door. 
You oh, know? yeah, that would the heck out of me. It's a waste. Every, it, it, this is, you know, Ryan Otley ought to be on top. He ought to get top billing for the story because he did the most work on it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, it's kind, kind of like, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man should have been by Mark Bagley. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. So you know, so you know, you have a, a no story of any substance. Uh, you continue to throw roadblocks into the uh, into the evol- into the progression of the more far more interesting stories, mm-hmm. um, and and you have an ending that is not even congruous with the silly the silly universe that we exist in this comic book universe that they can just take a you know. An alien being home. It's almost like picking a kid off the show. I'm going to take this kid home with me. He's so cute. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and we just, first of all, we just had this. I mean, one, it was like a million, you know, it was like Godzilla sized and tearing up the city. Godzilla. You know? And, uh, yeah, Godzilla. And, but, but now it's small and harmless. Um, so it, it's, it doesn't even work within its own, within the strange internal logic of comic books. So, I mean, Ashley, it's, it's you utter, have a rebuttal to utter failure by all, it's, it's an utter failure on all counts. Ashley, wow. do you have a rebuttal to JR about how it's not a, a Spider Man story? It's filler. I mean, there's no accounting for taste. Oh. <laughs> Everyone has their preferences. I would agree. I honestly agree. Uh, Sofalo says JR nails it. Um, I'm, says, I'm waiting for JR to use the phrase waiting for the trade. Writing um, for the trade. Writing, writing for the trade. He says writing for the trade there. I will also address something that Adam Winchell, I believe, said earlier in the, in the chat where he said it seemed like it kind of felt like a kind of a disappointment or like with the waste, you know, we had waited two months to get something like this. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. um, this was, this was obviously made before the whole mag pen- pencils down uh, yeah. pandemic thing. I mean, so that couldn't be helped, but at the same time, I do kind of, I did kind of feel that sense a little bit where it's like, Huh, I kind of wish there was something more to this thing um, after two months. But it, but again, that's something you can't really help. That's just a conditional thing. Yeah. But I do think, JR, you do have a point in the sense that, one, it does seem a little bit nonsensical that they would just go ahead and take Gog home. And it's just without, like, nobody really asks questions like, oh, why, where did this come from? Why, why did Fred bring it home? Why would he think Peter would like this thing? Does, Peter, does he know that Peter is Spider-Man and all that stuff? And Does then the they have allow pets. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. And then the other thing is, <laughs> let, and, let alone and, the sentient alien beings. Uh-huh. In that building. Did yeah. they sneak? Yeah. And then the other thing was those last two pages, which I don't think Otley drew, but it was supposed to be a setup for whatever is coming with the senator and everything like this. Mm-hmm. And I was like looking at this thing. It's like, okay, yeah, we're just staring at this vault door until it like blows up or something. I had no context of what that was supposed to be referencing to. Why was so important we focus on this vault door? Why what is supposed to be the big deal about this thing? It just seemed like okay, yeah, if you're going to have something that's going to tease the readers about this, what is, can you at least show us what's in the vault door? Besides, oh yeah, just blow it up and just have like nothing but but nothing but you know, eight silent panels of of the singer just standing outside waiting for this Something to happen. If I can is- interject real quick about the vault door. What mm-hmm. seems kind of weird about it too? It, it, it's the kind of cliffhanger we get a lot with like TV shows and movies, like in um, mm-hmm. video, and it feels like they're yeah. trying to do that same thing, but it doesn't yeah. work. No, it, because th- exactly, it it doesn't because 
they people there's a there's a mentality i think with some with some certain comic book creators that's saying oh if we can mimic comics to be more like movies then mm-hmm. therefore that was going to draw readers and it doesn't work always work that way right um, so yeah. you can't always cross mediums well, it's it's a different yeah. um i mean it it's a completely different medium when you're writing um for tv mm-hmm. you have to think of it in movements like how they're yep. going to move from one side of of the stage to the other you know, et cetera, et cetera. When you have comics, it's not done like that. So mm-hmm. certain exactly. movements and certain ideas don't always translate. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, if this had been like a one part amusing story in the midst of, because yeah. I mean, when you think about what's going on in the background, you know, Kindred, it's a fairly serious, intense thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sin Eater, obviously a very serious, intense thing. I mean, if this were like a one parter, that was kind of a breather between these very emotional and dramatic stories, then it would, it would kind of make more sense. It would be kind of a safety valve or something like that. But one, again, it was three parts. So it didn't <laughs> yeah. even function, you know, so, you know, it's not that it's not that this type of story doesn't have any value. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, we all seen like filler issues or one parters or whatever, which are just mm-hmm. kind of meant to, you know, let the main story breathe mm-hmm. a little bit or yeah. a little more momentum to build. Mm-hmm. Or, so it's not, you know, I'm not saying this type of story is not legitimate, but, you know, over three issues when we're all waiting for something else to happen. So it's, yeah. you know, I, I think back in the day, the Jerry Conway's and the um, Roger Stern's didn't have to produce two issues a month. No. I think mm-hmm. I think when you have to produce two issues a month, it makes you have some. You know what? I'm running. I'm, I got to pad something out. And I think well, that's the, what it doesn't getting. necessarily have to be because if you're doing two issues a month. Then technically, you're mm-hmm. doing two, arguably doing two years worth of uh, comics. So technically, it should. You know, your resolutions. I would argue would should come short. You come sooner. I don't I mean, know about that. Um, yeah. I think it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to say that there's more editorial pressure nowadays yeah. mm-hmm. to have bigger events happen on like more milestone issues. Like y'all have mentioned, you know, building up to issue 850. That's probably where we're going to get back on track and have more of the meat of the story and f- see mm-hmm. much more momentum leading yeah. up to that because they're like, okay, We'll have a big. We'll have something big for eight hundred. We'll set up something big for eight fifty. So now you yep. have fifty issues that you have to fill up with both, um, you know, setting up the big event that'll happen on the milestone, but then you have a lot more yeah. gaps that you have to fill. And so that's yeah, more, true. More filler now. It looks like like this is the next one. This is eight forty five. I don't, don't want to see that, Brad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's oh, not good yeah. for a future issue. How many legs do you think are in that picture? And we, we, we won't get another, Lost how many count. legs are in that I picture? count, I count six. I, I'm going to just randomly guess like, you know, jelly beans in a jar that it's, yeah, we should set six, up a contest. it's at least 65. 65. So someone yeah. in chat said they're probably building up to 850. So they, oh, yeah, to, they definitely they are. Have, so to get to 850, we have to pad it out with some GOG issues. JR is what yeah. I suspect. Uh, and we won't get this issue until July 15th of 2020, which sounds so far oh, away. Man. Yeah. Man. That's I guess crazy. because they had to re- they have to restart the press, I guess. I, I, will have yeah. Yeah. I will have been I will have been 48 for almost two weeks by the time that happened. What date what date is it coming out again? July 15th. Oh, of uh, the next yeah. issue? Oh, yeah. The yeah. next issue is in July 2020. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, 
Yeah, if, it's the presses what, need to be serviced first because they've been down yeah. for a while. When so, I yeah. read uh, this issue, I noticed that in the fine print at the bottom, it said the print date. And they printed this, obviously, before the shutdown. So they had these oh, in the warehouse. They had yeah. these in the warehouse somewhere. I think oh. it's funny uh, on YouTube chat. Oh, man, there's so many comments. <laughs> Let me scroll up. Uh, De- Devil Breaker that, says, I'm 47 minutes in. Did I miss much? You missed all of goes, Nah, not really, you man. Just a bunch of gog puns. Good gog yeah. jokes. That's and the the Devil Breaker part. says, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Funny you should mention that, Brad, because yep. uh, Neil and I, we, we saw it when we were chatting um, the other day. He pointed out that there was an issue of one of the recent issues of uh, like an X, one of the X-Men issues. And you look in the back of them and they have a list of like, oh, here are the comics coming out. And they show like, oh, here are the comics coming out April 15th. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. you're kind of tell, yeah. yeah, you can kind of tell that they they definitely had the, sh- yep. you know. When they did the pencils down, shut the press, shut off the presses yeah. and everything like this, they did not, well, you know, go back and do do any edits or anything. Yeah, when no, they really they... comics. Yeah. Actually, yeah, no. a random yeah. internet weirdo. It's a Deadpool shirt. <laughs> Easily <laughs> confused. Uh, let's see. Spencer has frittered, 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 uh, yeah, frittered, frittered away every goodwill. Uh, frequent narrative wheel spinning is what Marlon said. I don't think that's entirely. I- no, that's no, I don't feel no. like that's very Especially if you're going not, well, I mean, if, especially if you go into the Ashley's point about how you have to pad the if he's yeah. trying to pad if yeah. he's deliberately trying to pad things out until he get to those milestone issues, that, I think those that's decisions are under- I give him a, 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 a couple of gog filling issues does not negate all the cool stuff that Spencer's yeah. done. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's, yeah. Slow your, let's slow your roll right there. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. How, how about how about the uh, three hundred parts Central Park story? You know, with all the point one issues and everything. What's what's funny? About that Craven story, I, I, I forgot what the title of that was. I don't blame actually. the writer for that though, Jr. Yeah, but he's the only one we can blame, right? I mean, no, I talking about editorial is you, pat, making things, pat. yeah, you that, yeah. that I think there's a lot, I think there's blame, a lot to that, and that's not, I, yeah. I don't even blame uh Nick Lowe for that, I blame Sabolsky for that, yeah. Mm. I would, yeah. yeah, I could agree. Well, well, then, really, then what, what Spencer needs is almost like a writing partner, more or less. I mean, uh, because I mean, we've seen, I mean, we've seen that. I, I think we've seen that one writer cannot write the, a multitude of Spider-Man comics within mm-hmm. the time frame we need. More, or I less. think. I, I so, think yeah, that one writer can when 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 he takes a break from trying to tell the internet that it's wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, and Spencer's actually a quality writer and can do and yeah. can do quality work mm-hmm. and turn it in on time, and he doesn't need a Christos gauge because he's focused <laughs> on actually working and not fighting with people on the internet. Writing a novel on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why that's why Nick Spencer can actually get it done, unlike well, I mean, Dan Slot. Anthony well, I mean, has, has a nice comment. He has a letter printed in Venom number twenty-five. Nice. Oh, congrats, yeah, man! Congrats nice. on that, man. I mean, I was also going to say that Slot, you, you know, at least Spencer got to his job, you know, rightfully and didn't mm-hmm. lie. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then brag about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Timothy has a good point that the calculation two times amazing a month sells more than one times amazing and one time spectacular, which I would agree. I, back in the 80s, this, this GOG thing would have been in spec or actually probably web. This would have been in web. Yeah. In web. web. Yeah. It would have been in web. This would have been in web. Or but unless, but but it, if it does go back to the point that Gog is actually instrumental in finding the rest of these tablets, things, and if the tablet thing does tie in the kindred somehow, which I think it kind of does, I think it will. Yeah. 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 I think that's I one think, of strengths too, taking otherwise irrelevant filler and giving it a job to do in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think it's an important thing to do as a writer. I'm yeah. I'm hoping it it's going. This is one of these fillers where at the end we'll find out that it was important and it wasn't just mm. all filler. But mm. we don't know yet because we're not there. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of evidence that Spencer's a very efficient storyteller and he he's very good at using what's in his toolkit to um to good effect. Mm-hmm. Devil Breakers asking about the DC Diamond divorce. That's our next podcast. We're about we to wrap this mm-hmm. up. Let me just get through the rest of these comments and we can do final thoughts on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Peter Palmer, we will do that in Spider News. Mm-hmm. Uh, my gosh, these comments are coming in fast. <laughs> hey, they've hit me. hey we, they haven't had a comics for two months, Brad. I mean, they, I, yeah. I know. They're, <laughs> they're <laughs> they want to talk. Everybody wants to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Many writers have said editors do tell them to pad the books, which yeah. sucks for four bucks. Is what yeah. 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 Is writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam says, preach George. I don't know what he was referencing, but. I, that's what I was talking about. Slot. Yeah. yeah. Having, having yeah. to have a backup writer because he, could, he, he couldn't keep focused and stay off the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the, when I was doing that, everyone was like, preach George. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we you guys may. saw, but the marriage annual is getting reprinted. I was wondering if you guys think this could be teasing a future marriage, or do you think it's just coincidence? It's they want cash, and they know people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a coincidence, but I don't think it's. I don't think we're getting another marriage. We talk about no. that in satellites, which y'all should sign up for Patreon so y'all can listen uh, to the satellite. First of all, nice plug. Uh, second of all, um, it, probably some of you guys know this better than I this, but what's the status of the Amazing Mary Jane series at this point? Probably digital, but no one said yet officially. No okay, yeah, because I don't know what the because what the because if whatever the future if it, it depends on what's happened in that issue issue it could be like, oh, is Mary would Mary Jane eventually come back to the main series too? Um, I'm gonna so Leah Williams uh, basically thought it ended at five, mm-hmm. and you can tell in six how quickly she had to yeah. flip to that second story. I don't foresee that being anything other than fluff. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it might be a fun ride once she kind of mm-hmm. gets going, but it won't have anything to do with the main story. Right. Right. Matt says, "Do you guys think Marvel Comics would like uh, would likely should have kept comics being printed from cr- crowdfunding? Crowdfunding would work out for us readers and fans." No. Mm, well, because again, you're still. I mean, even if it's going to be an all digital format, you still need phys- something physical in order to print. So. Yeah. I mean, there was, was, there was just no getting away around this about the, the putting the pencils down and, and shutting the presses off when, when, when the um, when the pandemic first started. So, yeah, no. yeah there was, yeah. you know, what were you going to do? So, I, in my memory, I can't remember. We've just reviewed one issue on the mm-hmm. podcast, and we were right. Wow. This took an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, we probably would have got God, got God through it. I mean, gone through it. Ah, God, God, God through it. Through it. Dog through it a little quicker if we had more issues, but uh, or maybe if we hadn't wedged in ten thousand puns. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you know, they were like, quality. Well, like, we had they to were. the episode, George. You know, like the Flintstones said, I think we all had a goggled time. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a great hour. I would agree, Ryan. Uh, stick yeah. around. There's more gog puns, more gog news coming up. <laughs> Uh, God getting a one shot. I don't know. 
Anyway, a better uh, looking guy gonna... coming in to substitute for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mike, good to see you. We haven't had you on a, a lot. I know. We missed you guys. Yeah, I missed yeah, you guys. Man. I missed doing this, man. Um, this is fun. I missed. I missed. I, I didn't realize how much I missed the comics until I came back on here and, and did this. It was, it was a blast. Aww. It was a blast. Yeah. And you know, you guys are great. You guys are awesome. And awesome. so are all of our YouTube um, listeners and commentators. And you know. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, Patreon.com/slash Crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.